Welcome to Organizing with Ease. I'm Deanna Mall with Ease to Clutter. And I'm Zenit Siman with Firefly Bridge Organizing. This is where we talk about ways to make organizing easy so that we can enjoy our daily lives with less stress. Today, we're going to give you details about how we plan for the holiday gatherings and how we help our clients plan their decorations. And we're also talking about the gifts today, how to plan for them, and we'll give you some ideas for gift giving. It has been an absolute whirlwind week at my house. Seeing it. <laughs> just, it's just been a whirlwind. I can't even imagine. Uh, like, I mean, yes. So on my patio, we had this bar and it actually, which came to the, with the house mm-hmm. um, and it needed to be completely removed due to the damage in the old wood. So, and then also same, same applies as well to our um, pergola, which wa- is outside in our backyard, same right. damaged old wood. So I found somebody who said that they would be able to, you know, take off, take out the bar completely. Right. Right. And right. then also the pergola. And then for the pergola, be able to, you know, build another one. Well, now, as they mentioned that this yeah. also happened during the week that we were cut with that, that tropical storm was coming through, right? Oh, so. of, yes, of course. Like we had yeah. the storm, we had the kids out because it was, um, not only was it an election day, so that Tuesday they were <laughs> off and then Friday they were off. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. then we had Hurricane Nicole in between. Right. <laughs> right. So with everything and having to move everything and it was it's and it's still going on it's still going on so the bar has been removed since which is lovely okay. um and so now the pergola is now being slowly built and then of course you know the columns that i bought and everything else it's just it's just a slow process i mean it's just a slow process and we were and we i was thought, talking to we were we were talking about oh this should be done in a week or two and oh. that so that doesn't seem to be the case right it's not no because be it never is no, it is because you know what it is? It's a small projects and small projects always seem to be the most complicated. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, sometimes a simple project really is simple, um, but not this case, not this case. But I did actually um, post um, my uh, the walkthrough of my house because I did bring a lot of the things inside um, from the patio inside. And my mm-hmm. girlfriend actually told me, that all was on your patio? Like you had a lot of stuff. You had a lot of stuff. I said, well, now this is a good thing. I now get to look at everything before we put it back out on our patio to actually say, do we use it? You know, is it broken? Why do we even have it on the patio? Right, right. Maybe it needs a new home, like the garage or maybe, you know, where my husband has his stuff. And we can kind of like spread it around and not have it all on the patio. Yeah, so as before, like we we tend yeah. to get we we get blind to the stuff yes. that's always in a certain place. The stuff that's yes. on our kitchen counters or yes. the centerpieces on you know if we if we never use there are people who never use their their dining room tables and right. that centerpiece has been there for years. Years. And they're blind to it. They don't see yes. it really anymore. No. So Mm-mm. yeah, it's a good time no. to take a look through all that. No. And so, you know, I'm I'm really excited about the fact that um, we will be freshening up the patio right before the holidays. So yay. <laughs> yay. Yay is right. Yay. 
A few weeks ago, Zena and I were asked to speak to a group about easing into holiday preparations. And since this topic seems to be so universal, we thought you all like to hear some of our ideas. We talked about three areas, planning out your kitchen for the holidays, preparing for guests to visit, and we'll give you some ideas to get your common area ready as well. That's right. And so first, in the kitchen, something that tends to trip up a lot of people is where and how to store the holiday bakeware. You know, those are those very specialty baking dishes or serving dishes that you only use during the holidays. So maybe once or twice a year. I've got a really good example of this. This is my, this is literally, I received this as a gift. Um, My stout ceramic stoneware pumpkin from William Sonoma that I only use for serving sweet potatoes. It's so true. It's only used for sweet potatoes. Only sweet potatoes. <laughs> only sweet potatoes. Yes. And I only use it for the holidays because the color is green. So uh, yeah, that's why. Oh, it's great that's for, for this harvest time and all that, right? It is so Hopefully. good for the harvest time and also for Christmas. Um, I might be able to get away with it for Easter now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I have it actually stored in my pantry. I did have to make room for it and remove my old crock pot that had seen its last days. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, it's always good to have to go back and revisit your cookware and bakeware as I did this year. You know, I what? like That's to re- so funny yes. because yeah, I did. I did mine too. I emptied like half a drawer and I was able to consolidate my, my metal Bakeware yep. and also my glass baking dishes. Oh yes, all in one drawer. It's yes. fantastic. Yes, yeah, so it's really and it really makes fun. it makes a big difference because now you have everything and it's all in one place. All in one place, and I use everything. Like I know I use everything that's in that yeah. drawer. So yes, yeah. yes, yes. I like that. Oh uh, yeah, no, 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 and and that's why that's why with my little my little ceramic green there, I actually was able to do it with for other items as well, and now. Yeah. That's for the pantry, like for the larger, for the larger, like the cookware and the bakeware. But I actually also like to recommend storing china to keep them in a china storage set, Um, Mm -hmm. especially if there's no butler's pantry or cabinet to actually store them. Um, And it, for me, I use it and I also recommend it to my clients. I always use plate separators to avoid any chipping or damage. And the ones that um, I use sometimes, we'll link those into the show notes. Um, another, there are other great ways to store china and serving plat- plates. Um, one can be one of those wooden dish racks. I know it sounds yeah. kind of crazy, but you can. Um, for the deep drawers, you can actually um, get customized or not customized, but you can actually me- measure them out. The inserts and the peg systems. Yes. And those yeah. are really nice as well because you can actually create a system just for what you have. Right. Love it. Um, now, another wary place to store serving plates is in the cabinet above your oven, which is phenomenal because it's easy access when needing to serve. Mm-hmm. Another, now, you know me, I always like to think outside the box. You too, Zena. We always like mm-hmm. to come up with some type of creativity, right? So um, about a couple of months ago, I had a client that had absolutely no room in the kitchen, pantry, dining area, like none. So mm-hmm. literally what we did was and we, why not? Why not look throughout the whole house to see what else could be used? Mm-hmm. And they actually had a very deep bench, like one of those big, deep benches that has a lid and you can sit on it. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's where we stored the serving plates. And of course, there was nothing inside. It was actually just wide open. 
Um, but of course, if you do have something like that, um, you know, make sure that it's not being used for storing other items. Otherwise, you can use that. So that was something that was of an aha moment um, of creativity. That was yeah. kind of interesting and it worked and they liked it. So it is, again, really important to go through and sort what you have for hosting this upcoming Thanksgiving and for the upcoming holidays in December. It will not only save you time, but when it comes to planning and organizing, you already know what you have. You're giving yourself that extra needed time to avoid stress and anxiety of having to order or go out shopping. Remember, if you have to order anything online, it might not be delivered on time. Then you'll have to come up with a plan B. And we know that plan B can always stress out. Stress out always, right? Planning Mm -hmm. ahead will allow you to enjoy the holidays with so much more ease and less stress. I can relate because I've done it myself. I don't know about you, (laughs) but I think right now we are now good for this holiday planning season. Oh, good. So another set of specialty items that some folks have trouble figuring out what to do with are the holiday table linens. So again, here's a category that you really want to sort and edit now before the holidays, not only so that you can make a decision about where to store things, but also so you can take inventory of what you have. So again, take the opportunity to to go through these and and just check for um, damage, check for spots. Maybe you need to send something to the cleaners for specialty cleaning, Mm -hmm. um, especially the old and antique um, table linens, that kind of thing. Now, as to where to store these, okay, so we have a few options. If you're only pulling them out once a year for the holiday meals, you could store them with your holiday decorations. That way, when you take out the decorations, your linens come out too. Now, of course, that means that you're keeping your decorations in an area that's free of moisture, uh, no rodents and bugs, and and in a pretty temperate climate. So I'd be afraid to keep my really, you know, the 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 linens from, right, from the grandparents and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that have been passed down in a garage. I would really be afraid of doing that. I'd rather keep them Inside. In the in the control, you know, the yes, in the cor- in the cor- yes, in the Here. controlled in- environment, oh, yes, yes, temperature now, controlled, yes, yeah. And so the other options are to store the linens together with your everyday linens if you have space for that, or separately, like you said, Diana, in a piece of furniture in your dining room, or maybe you have a great linen closet area with space for linens, and maybe you can mm-hmm. hang the tablecloths or have the space to leave them more loosely folded. Look around and see what space you have that you can dedicate to. Uh, the table linens. Yes. And I actually can say I also went through my table, table linens, and it really makes a big difference that you have a designated area for them and not so scattered throughout the house. Cause then, then you forget what you have. You forget and, and you don't you often, just forget. Right. Right. And then you're just like, what, what? So now comes that big giant in the kitchen organizing for the holiday gatherings. It's called the pantry. Mm-hmm. So if you're, I know, right? If you're cooking a big meal, you'll be astonished how having a well-organized pantry can make the process of cooking go faster and feel more controlled. You'll know where each ingredient is and how much of it you have so you can plan more efficiently. In episode 21 of the podcast, we talk in detail about how to get your pantry organized. So go back and listen to that episode. You can find it at owepodcast.com. That's episode 21. And in that episode, we talk about all kinds of pantries and we give suggestions for organizing products you could use to get your pantry organized as well. So now let's briefly talk about preparing for your guest. Now we're thinking about the holiday season today. 
But in reality, we all want our homes to be ready for the unexpected guest at any time, right? Yeah. Right? So it's like that knock, knock on the door. So you Mm -hmm. can use these simple tips to keep your home ready for guests at any time of the year. In the powder room, you want to do a bathroom sweep or a real quick bathroom review. If you like scents for the season, get a little bit of apple cinnamon hand soap or another scent that you like is great and it adds a nice touch for your guests and makes them feel really special because you've thought about that little detail. Mm -hmm. Make sure you straighten up underneath the sink and keep a few extra somewhere in the bathroom, extra toilet paper, hand soap, guest towels, and things like that. So for me and one of my guests, in my guest bathroom, literally, Zena, like if you would come over... I have one that's a little bit more of like that Thanksgiving type of a feel where I have Mm -hmm. fall soap and uh, the welcome, like with the pumpkins of um, hand towels. So yeah, I do that. That's great. I do that. I, um, we, in fact, today I just put a candle in there in our guest, in our powder room, our guest bathroom. Yep. And, um, you know, the thing about under this, I'm always paranoid that my guests will look under Oh yes, looking, no, no, no. They because they the vanities and the drawers, yes. and so everything in there is impeccable. It's it yes. all looks great. <laughs> yes, well, because you, I mean, our guests do do look. They do. I mean, I'm sure. I, I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm sure people peek. Sure. You know what? Of not? course. So of course not. Just, Why not? You know, Curiosity. Is what, is, what is what does Zenith have underneath the sink? Yeah, I wonder what she keeps under there. Well, yeah, like what's like maybe there's only no. under under the sink and so uh, full full uh, detail here. Um, under the sink in my guest bathroom right now, there's a basket with extra toilet paper and one can of uh, spray. Yes, Febreze air. Okay, yep. that's mm-hmm. it. And it's like a very it's a mild. It's not one of those like really scented things. It's a very mild scent, so mm-hmm. that you know people don't feel embarrassed about. Doing a little yes. spritz after they've, yes. <laughs> they've gone in there during a dinner party. So yes. very mild. And then um, in the drawers, I'm lucky enough to have drawers in that vanity. Whoa, wow. Extra, you are lucky. Yes. Yeah. So I've got some extra hand towels. Okay. And um, some extra soaps and things. That's it. That's it. Yes. The other drawers are empty. And I'm just, yes. I'm happy with it that way. That way I know exactly what's in there and I don't have to keep going in. And checking every time that a guest comes in, oh, is it messy in there? Is there something in there that I don't want someone to see? Nope. I always know what's in there. <laughs> Keep it very simple. No, simple, simple is easy because then it's, yeah, it's easy also to maintain. So it's, <laughs> yes. And no, it's just, yes, it's actually good. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone peaks. I, I have to say, I'm sure I've peaked in, in other people's guest bathroom oh well yeah i mean it's just like oh like what do they have oh let me see you know maybe i can have an idea of what else i should put in my in my bathroom right right right. like what is it that oh my gosh i didn't i like these kind of hand soaps these hand soaps are nice you know so yeah (laughs) it's always it's a form of flattery that's it is it definitely is yes so okay now, the final area that we want to prep so that we're ready for our holiday guests are the common areas. So the living room, the dining room, or wherever you'll have the group gathering. The first thing to think about is seating. If you want everyone to be comfortable, we'll make sure that everyone has a chair or sofa to sit on. We've both been to events where we're basically <laughs> wandering around the entire evening with like a glass or a plate in, in hand. And We'd really like to sit and chat with someone, but there's literally no place to sit down. Right, Deanna? 
You've been oh, inside yes. that, right? No, no, no. And then you're just kind of like, oh, well, can I sit here? I'm not sure if I can do sit I not? here. And then where do I put my plate? And right. There's no like, you know, like there's no, when, there's right, no table. Right. You can't shake hands. And you're just like, <laughs> so uncomfortable. you just kind of find like, so, you know, like that balancing, like, do I place it? Do I not place it? Do I hold right. it? Do I not hold it? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're like me, I'll just say uh, to my husband, babe, you hold, can you hang on to my plate for a second? And then I'll go shake someone's hand and say hello. Yes. <laughs> no, but if my husband's not with me, what do we do? No, so that's so if true. If you want to so make true. people feel <laughs> welcome in your home, give them the option of sitting to have conversations and to eat comfortably. They yes. should want to come back to another gathering at your house. Now, of course... If you don't want them to come back, then sure, take away their chair. Why not? Oh, well, yeah, of course. But that's another topic all in itself. Okay. <laughs> totally, 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 totally. So here are a couple of final ideas for you. If you're having guests with kids over or your own grandkids, you really neat can make them and their parents feel more welcome if you have a couple of things ahead of time. Just ready, just plan ahead. Just make sure that you have that for them, right? The special foods for those picky eaters or food allergies, age-appropriate plates, cups, and silverware for the kids. Have some age-appropriate games available like Jenga, Monopoly, Cards, Twister. I mean, like who doesn't like those games anyway, right? Right. (laughs) And we say it over and over again, and we're going to say it again tonight, (laughs) uh, today. Don't, Don't put out coloring things if you're not prepared to supervise small kids. And don't put the responsibility on another child to supervise the little ones because you know what's going to happen. They're here to be <laughs> guests as well, right? Not to watch, uh, you know, your sofas aren't, you know, that there's no markers on them. So hide those permanent markers, play gentle music, age-appropriate games, and things like that. In the dining room, lots of people really want a special centerpiece for that special holiday meal. Rule of thumb, make it no more than five inches high so that everyone can see each other on the other side of the table and can have conversations. <laughs> right. They're not like leaning over to the side so they can see. Right. Or be like, <laughs> or you have to like wrong. take the, take it and move it over. Move it over or move it off the table. Completely. Off to the table, off to yeah. the side. Be like, oh, now I can see you. Now I can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I only see the head. Coming yeah, only see the heads. The, and they were the like, phone. oh, are you talking to me? No, yes, I am talking yeah, to you. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 <laughs> yes. People struggle with gifts. There are two conflicting points of view about gifts. On the one hand, we want the gift to be loved and wanted by the recipient, and so we want to ask them for what they really want. On the other hand, we'd love to surprise them with the gift. But we still want that gift to be wanted or needed. So how do we choose what to get people so that the gift still feels special? So one common idea that people use to give great gifts is this. These four things. Something they want, something they need, something to do, and something to read. And I really like this because I'm very conscious of not wanting to give people more clutter. If I give them some gadget or electronic thing and it has to sit somewhere in their home, right? It needs space. So when I think of these four categories, want, need, do, and read, I can think of that particular person and decide with intention what I think they would like. So something they want is maybe something they wouldn't get for themselves or something they normally wouldn't ask for. In this category, I like to think of consumables a lot, maybe food items like specialty fruit or a delicious gourmet dessert, if they're into that, 
Oh, or maybe, absolutely. Yeah, or, or yeah. maybe seasonal hand lotions, skincare, premium soaps, stuff like that, if they're into those, those things, too. Now, something they need might be clothing or, depending on who they are, workout shoes, or maybe something even very utilitarian, like a new phone case. Something to do could be a live show or taking them to a special restaurant, a concert, a special hike, uh, kayaking, sailing, tickets to a charitable event or gala so you can go together all dressed up, or just a weekend road trip to another city and enjoy that. And then, of course, something to read. Now, just be sure to ask if that person wants physical books or if they prefer Kindle titles or audiobooks. Again, you don't want your gift to them to become clutter. And sometimes books can become clutter in people's homes. Yes. So for young kids, I still prefer the physical books. I I think for young kids, that's still the in my opinion, kind of the best thing to, to for them. So they learn the, the feel of the books, turning the pages, turning back and forward. I think we miss a lot of that with Kindle and, and electronics, uh, reading books on electronics, and certainly audiobooks for kids. I don't know. How do they learn to read with an audiobook? I'm not really right, sure. Yeah, no, I don't, know, yeah, I don't <laughs> know how that would work either. I don't know. Yeah. And speaking of kids, obviously you need to know the child or their parents and ask about these things ahead of time so you have a few ideas in each category to choose from. If it's your own child, maybe you choose one item from each of the four categories. If it's for a friend of your child, maybe you choose just one. But here, if you have a few options, then you're sure to be able to get them something that they will actually use or want so that the gift doesn't become clutter in their home. And it feels special because you had a few things to choose from, so they're not sure what they're getting, and it's still a bit of a surprise still. What do you think, Deanna? I think so. I mean, I mean, I know that you and I, we both, when we're working with clients and they're looking at their things, be like, oh, I got that as a gift. Like, okay, and never opened it. It's still in the right. packing, right? right? And they're just like, oh, but, you know, my aunt gave it to me, or I, I, I can't, it's going to hurt their feelings if I have that gift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's more of a, you really want to have that thought process like you just mentioned um, about all of that. It's it's really, really important to do that. Now, if you're on the receiving end of the gift, especially for your kids, you really want to be prepared at this holiday time. Every year, we have clients who ask us to help them with going through their playroom and all those toys, Zenith, all those toys oh, <laughs> with yes. them yeah. so they can really make room for the new toys and that they are expecting. Mm-hmm. The problem with not doing this that after all of the gifts come in, literally, with, there'll be no space left. And out yeah. of desperation, the parents just shove all the toys, old and new, into the closet or onto the shelves just to get them out of the way. And this just continues. It's it's just It just continues. It yeah. will literally be one of those things that just really get out of control. So it's really important that you go through all the toys at least once before the holidays or before a birthday. If a toy isn't really loved anymore, donate it. If they've outgrown some of the board games, give them to a school for recess or after-school clubs. And so many parents ask their kids, do you still want this toy or can we donate it? So, (laughs) Zenith, did you ask your kids about which toys to donate and which ones they wanted to keep? 
Listen, if I asked my kids when they were young, like, oh, do you like this toy? Do you want to donate it? Can we donate this? Are you kidding? They would want to keep every single thing. So I did a lot of donating without them even being aware of it. And then as they got older, if it was something that was special that they remembered was a gift from someone special, then yes, we would talk about it. We'd figure out who we're going to give it to. A lot of times it was passed on to the cousins. And so... um, it felt really special or, or best friends or that kind of thing. So it felt special that they were giving it to someone very particular. But oh my goodness, not not every toy. Not no. Well, never. <laughs> no, yeah, never no, be done. never. No. No, it would never be done. And it would just yes, it would just it would all be kept. So you were you all... were in the same boat? You you uh, yes, the same thing? definitely in the same boat. Yes, definitely in the same boat. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, because sometimes you just yeah, you just have to. Yeah. And now let's give some love to those people out there with December birthdays. I know I have a couple that I know, my dear friends. Their birthdays are sometimes all wrapped up with the holiday celebrations. But I always like to think that birthdays are special and I go out of my way to make that person feel special. And if you're planning for the holidays already, why not ask that special person if they would prefer a separate celebration? or if they would like to celebrate their birthday when everyone is already gathered for the holidays anyway. You might be surprised on the answer that you get, right? Either celebrating a birthday or a holidays, start thinking now. That's why we say it's best to review your monthly calendar in advance, especially now during this busy time of the year. End of the year always makes the time seem go by so much faster. This was a lot of information all at once. So if you have any questions at all for us, please email us at hello at owepodcast.com. If you enjoy this episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review. Join us again next week for more organizing and ideas and tips. Until next week.